All right, welcome in to a new little thing we're trying here uh, with the next round and Double Down Media Podcast Network. This is Pop Cultured. I am John Lunsford, and joining me is rock star hey. Sean Henniger. Good. And my wife, Laurel. Hi. My wife. <laughs> my wife, Laurel. She's that, very nice. Your, like the, uh, your voice was so intense there. I'm not used to hearing it like that. When when we get on the microphone, you have to, you know, <clears throat> project. Turn your project, radio voice yeah. on and yeah. project as opposed to normally I just kind of talk, just kind of mumble like this. But anyway, um, yeah, football season's winding down. and uh, Movie look, season's heating up. Keep looking oh at the God. camera. We're not on camera. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, to be fair, that's about what I was going to say. I was going to say, look, football season's winding down. Oscar season is heating up. Um, you know, we are getting to that point now where all the big Oscar movies are coming out. Big blockbusters around Christmas. Christmas. Avatar, I guess, would be the, the main one this year. Um, Avatar 2. So, you know, we are... Way of the Water. Is it that what it's called? <laughs> Av- the Avatar, water. The Way of Water. I did not know called. until John told me the other day that Kate Winslet is in it. I had no idea. She held her breath for like eight minutes to film a scene. It's like some record-breaking thing she did because the whole thing takes place underwater. Well, also, I've never seen the first one. And uh, <laughs> did they say it was based off of... Ripped off of Fern Gully? It's like Pocahontas. It's like Pocahontas. Fern Gully had, yeah, a lot of all that... And Basically I saw the same story. skimming through trash and stuff like that. I see Cameron's already saying he already knows he's got a script for six and seven. Not three and four, well, five, also, six and seven. The, it's going to be the new Fast and the Furious. The movie is Ugh. like almost three and a half hours long. And people said, oh, when can we schedule bathroom breaks? Because, you know, sometimes the directors will be like, oh, you can go during this time. And his exact quote was, oh, you can go anytime because I want people to see this movie multiple times so that you can no, come back you. and see what you missed. <laughs> no. so, I like the first one. Is it the greatest movie of all time? No. You know, Will, do I understand why it made the most money? Yes, because visually it was like a spectacle to go see it the first time. 3D was really big when it came out and everything. I think this one looks, you know, amazing from a visual standpoint too, but people are not going to go see it multiple times. They'll go see it and say, eh, it's kind of cool, and then they'll walk away. But didn't they say it has to make a billion dollars to break even? Yes. Yeah, will two it, billion. Will it, will it do that, you think? I know it'll be number one. It'll reach a billion dollars. I, I think it'll get that. But Maybe. See, I can kind of see it bombing, honestly. I really because it's been it's Chinese it's democracy so with Guns and Roses. The it's problem been is for fifteen years, and, and the problem is it cannot meet the expectations of the first one. Correct. When you do another Chinese one like democracy. this, you're thinking, "Oh, how much money did we make the last time? We're going to do it again." And Disney, because the thing is, Disney is trying everything they can to squeeze every penny out of all this because they took it off Disney Plus as everybody's getting ready for this one. They took it off Disney Plus, re-release it in theaters, right. and everybody's like, "Well, we're getting ready for this. We want to watch it on Disney Plus." It was just there. I watched it. I was sitting there watching it one night before bed, and then like the next day it was gone. I hadn't even finished it. I'd only gone like halfway through cuz the first one's long too. And they re-released it in theaters, try to get more money. The thing is what they're competing with is themselves because uh, Avengers Endgame was the one that passed it, so they're competing with themselves to have the most money, but I mean, It'll, it, it'll do fine. It just won't meet the expectations they have for when it. When there's, there's certain movies that were like so popular, then they're like, we're not going to make a sequel. But then, like, I guess they. Joker. Like, Joker. But like, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Remember how mm-hmm. they waited like 15 years? They, and had then the the title, they had Dumb and Dumber 2, T.O., for the longest time. That was the. But they never had. Then they had When Harry Met Lloyd. Harry Met Lloyd, yeah. And then they actually did it. Yeah. And like, nobody saw it because at that point, it's like nobody cares anymore. Because the hype is so much. You can't live up to the hype. And that They're also. Making a Wedding was, Crashers sequel, too. Still haven't seen that. Uh, and I'm doing a what? pop. I'm doing a pop culture. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, is Avatar as visually stunning? As people say, like, is it like a game changer? I know the technology. I think like Black he uses. Panther Two might look better because they're very. It seems very similar. I mean, I know it's not similar, but 
the water people, I guess, that are in Black Panther 2 do look very similar to how... Did you not think that? I... I thought the first Avatar was really, really good looking. Now, I thought a movie like Tron Legacy that came out around the same time was better for like the we're going to go 3D, we're going to show what a cool, fully computer-generated world is going to look like. But, um, yeah, I mean, Black Panther 2 I thought looked really good, especially because I didn't like the way the first Black Panther looked from a CG standpoint. I thought it was kind of cheap by Disney standards. But, but this one looked really good. This one looked really good, but every trailer I see for this one in the you know two minutes you can see of it, I think looks really, really good. But... Um, the problem is it's just not going to meet expectations. That's the thing. Everybody expects this one to look that much better, to make that much more money, to spawn this whole franchise. That, like you said, he's working on six and seven now. We don't even have two yet. It's it's what, never going to meet that. Okay, That's the problem. What do you think is his best movie? If you James were to, Cameron? Yes. Terminator 2. See, I'd say Titanic. See, I, I, I'd lean Titanic, but I don't know. Because cause you're a little older. So I, when did Terminator 2 come out? 91. How old would you have been when that came out? Ten. So, like, I don't know if you went to the theater to go see Terminator 2 or anything. Okay, so, like, that's, for me, Titanic, because I was 11, and I guess, Laurel, you were 10. So we were about all about the same age when those movies came out, and that's, like, our first introduction to James Cameron. So that's why, for us, he it's did Titanic. He also, didn't he? He did Aliens, he did Terminator. True Lies. Uh, he did The Abyss, which is a good film. Oh, The Abyss is good. Yeah, that was a really good film with Ed Harris and, um, oh, my God, what is her name? Um, uh, Linda Hamilton's not in it. That's who he used to be married. Not on the abyss. It was the master Ant- Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Yeah. yeah, she was in the abyss. It's a good film. Yeah, I mean he's uh, nobody said Piranha Two: The Spawning, his first ever movie. Uh, True Lies. Everybody loves it. I, I wasn't. A, it was an okay Arnold film. Movie and and Jamie Lee Curtis. And then he went to the depths of the Mariana Trench. By himself in his little submersible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I Avatar, have to say. Does it come out next weekend? It comes out the 16th. Do the Lunsfords have their tickets? We were planning an anniversary trip, so we haven't bought our tickets yet because we we're trying to figure out when we're going to be here. But, but I do want to be there opening night. Do you have. Because y'all go to movies all the time. Uh, I used to do it all the time, but I, I don't anymore. Um, there was a point in my movie watching, I enjoyed the experience, getting the popcorn and everything. Is there? Is it something you're looking forward to? I know you guys go to movies, you go to mo- almost every opening, but are there ones that were just like, this one's just, I'm not too excited. It's just the experience of going to the you movie. You know, I think it's changed. Because y'all must have got killed during 2020. Like, I think, yes. honestly, I think because of 2020, we got so used because everything became available like to watch. Streaming. We did watch more movies during COVID because... First off, things that were new were made available on streaming, like Disney Plus, Universal. They would just say, "We know people are going to the theater. We're just going to re- if we're going to release it, we're going to release it on streaming." But that let us go back and catch up on so many things. We went through almost the entire A twenty four catalog during yeah. twenty twenty. Like uh, I watched more movies in twenty twenty than any other year of my life. But like Laurel said, we kind of got spoiled with that to where now. If it's on streaming, I would rather just stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah, it's really? like well, I like the popcorn. Like in, even like during twenty twenty, we would go and buy the popcorn yeah. and like watch it at our house. But the like the theaters are kind of dirty, and yeah. it's just there's not. I mean, they're very understaffed. Which I mean, there's a lot happened in the last. But y'all year. also go like on opening night. Like my, like, I would always go like the. Friday well, opening day like at 1 p.m. We go like at four o'clock in the afternoon. We don't even go like at night. Yeah, anymore. now basically Thursday. It's not. It used to be Thursday at midnight was like if you were going to do something, it'd be Thursday at midnight. And it wasn't for every movie. Then 
they started doing Thursday at 7. Then pretty much every movie started coming out Thursday at 7. Now we literally go, since we get done with the show at 1, we usually by 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock are at the movie because they it's basically awesome. it's all day yeah. Thursday. They open it up, and you can start going in the early afternoon, basically when they would start showing movies anyway. So that's when they started fudging the numbers, where if we open instead of midnight, we can have a full round if we see a 1 o'clock show that will help us on the weekend opening weekend numbers because I've seen – I didn't know this until I tried to book for the show for a couple of celebrities and stuff like that, that – that first month before the uh, opening is when they do the hard press release. Once the opening is done, there's no more press. Essentially, there's no because like everything matters opening weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's, 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 it's insane that and opening what's weekend is interesting. Everything. Is and we talk about this all the time. Is I feel like pre-COVID, like there would be movies that would come out and you're like, oh, this is going to be a big movie. But now it's like the Marvel movies will do good. Like I'm sure Avatar will do good. But just normal movies, like I don't think people go to the theaters just to That's watch. That's what Quentin it. Like, Tarantino says. Like it's like, just like it's not okay. Like don't worry, darling. I feel like that would have been a pretty big movie a couple of years ago because like everyone is obsessed with Harry Styles and like people like Florence Pugh. And it was pretty packed when we went to it, but like it, it got us good. It was just a bunch weekend. of girls wanted to see Harry Styles. Though. It wasn't like movie fans. It, but it was because they also I said this on the viewing menu to ask for you. You weren't, you weren't there. Is it because of the drama that led up to the release of Don't Worry Darling? Would y'all have seen it if it, with the, without the Olivia Wilde stuff and uh, Jason Sudeikis? I, mean, I like Harry Styles and I like Florence Pugh, so I would have gone to see it anyway. And the pretense is intriguing. The movie itself is not great. It's not bad. It has Awful a lot of plot twist. holes. Awful twist in the end. It's got a lot of plot holes that at the end you're like, this doesn't make any... Which I know with movies you kind of have to like throw your logic out the window, but you're like, this doesn't really make any sense. But like that movie I think would have killed a couple of years ago. Um, no, I think that would have killed a couple of years ago. But now it's like you have people that will go see it opening weekend, and then like you just don't ever hear anything about them again. Yeah. That's it. Like it's done. Halloween, the same one. This last one, I think a couple of years ago, like you would have had people, you know, lined up to go see it, dressed up like Michael Myers opening night. But now it's like it comes out, and then that's it. It's on Peacock the next yeah. day, or it's the day <laughs> it's of. on Peacock opening. Yeah, it's, on, yeah. it's, it's a, it opened on Peacock. See, that's the thing. I mean, I'm not going to watch a horror movie anyway because that's not my thing. Like like Halloween, at least. But I would rather just stay home and watch it now because the movie th- theater, the problem is that the movie going experience has become, like Laurel said, and maybe it's because we're in Birmingham. The theaters aren't clean. The theaters don't really care. Um, we don't even get half the movies. Like the movies now that are like Oscar contenders that are being released in New York and LA, and they may come here in January if we're lucky, or they may only release it because it gets nominated for Best Picture. We don't get any of that kind of stuff. So if I have any opportunity to stay home and watch that, then I will just stay home and when watch that. When the experience has changed because you used to go to movies also, like if you went to the opening night, you'd be like, I'm going to get the new trailer tonight too, yeah. the exclusive. But yeah. now these, like today, the Indiana Jones trailer dropped on you because they know they can get YouTube views and everything better than send it to everybody instead of all the people that are going to go see uh Black Panther 2. And, you know, I feel like there were more, a couple of years ago, like, more fandoms of things. Like, oh, the new Harry Potter movie's coming yeah. out. Oh, the new Twilight movie's coming out. The new Hunger Games is coming out. And now they don't really have anything. Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, they don't really have anything like that that's, like, huge. Like, oh, I've got to go see this. It's basically, they're trying to do that with Avatar. And it's basically any Marvel movie that they're setting up to be a big picture thing. So, like, The Avengers. Not every Marvel movie, but, like, it used to be, like, The Avengers. Like, when Infinity War and Endgame came out, those were big movies. But then Captain Marvel, outside of that, is like, eh, I don't really care. Black Panther is a little different because it had, like, a whole movement behind it. But, like, now it's Avatar and then 
Ant-Man to a lot of people is just going to be Ant-Man, even though it is setting up a big picture thing with Marvel. It's just Ant-Man, so it's not going to do as well as Black Panther did, I don't think. I saw yesterday they released a damn new trailer for Transformers Primal. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, yeah. It was and, but this I read in the comments, this was set in the Bumblebee universe, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> they did a they did just a Bumblebee John movie. In that one, right? John Cena's in it. Ugh. He's like the military guy from that. And then Haley's Shia still in it? No. Oh. Uh, Haley Seinfeld's the main one in the the uh, that one, but she's not in this one, I don't think. I don't it's my favorite uh, game to play with John Anthony Ramos is, is when we're talking about things like this, is like calling who's gonna make it and who's not gonna make it. And I'm pretty good at it, but I have been wrong on some people. But you can look back and people are like, why did they never make it? Shia LaBeouf clearly has a bunch of issues. That's why he didn't make it. But he was one that I really did think. was He's a good actor. He is good. I think he's got a lot of other problems. Yes. But he... Uh, he's one of the, he was he was supposed to be in Don't Worry Darling. He was supposed to be Harry yeah. Spall. Uh, that was part of the drama. Like, so it says nonstop yeah. drama on that thing. But he's like someone that I always thought was going to make it. John Cena is to me. I kind of thought he was going to make it, but he doesn't have the appeal that the Rock. I think does. he still can. Yeah, he has not as much as he's been doing it. I would not say he has made it, but he still can make it. Like everything he kind of does, kind of flops. Like and it shouldn't. Like that the last Fast and the Furious movie, he just is kind of in it, but that one didn't do as well because the Rock's not in it. And it had a lot of fighting going back and forth with The Rock and all that and Jason Statham and everything. But, I mean, I'd say the new Suicide Squad was looked at more favorably because over the old one. Any Peacemaker? Um, yeah. Blockers, I think, did okay. But, like it, but it was more word of mouth after the fact. He also does wipe out on TBS. He yeah. also does those wipe out. Yeah. Um, Who is someone that you think of that you're like, I thought they were really going to make it and that they just like fizzled out? I have so many in my mind right now. Well, give me an example of... I'm, I'm... Like someone that I would say made it but then kind of fizzled out i think jennifer lawrence is that way i think chris pratt's kind of that way yeah i think he's getting killed for that mario thing i think brie larson's kind of that brie way larson. she won an oscar and she's part of the marvel universe but outside of that when have Cast you ever Furious seen her now. she's gonna be in the new one is that am i please don't yell at me if i'm wrong was brie larson in room yes yeah that's what she, she won an oscar that, for that that is a great film and i don't think i've never seen captain marvel but I, and then she's doing those nissan commercials or something a- and like that. fast <laughs> and furious yeah well i still yeah. have yet to see a fast and furious I, uh, one day this needs to be a bracket punishment everybody uh, uh tries to come to. everybody tries to come up with bracket punishments one bracket punishment one year needs to be whoever loses has to sit with me and i'll give director commentary on oh, every single God. fast and the furious movie and we just sit down one day and watch them all there's uh one day? By, by the time it'll be over, there will be 11 of them, and we'll... Well, you include, like, the Hobbs and Shaw? And like we that. don't have to watch Hobbs and Shaw, but we'll, we can throw that in there if they really want. But well, watch 1 through 10, and the 10, of course, is going to be a two-parter that's coming out now, but... I kind of feel and like... they have to give, like, a book report, a uh, video report to you, and you have to say, like, <laughs> yeah. to see if they... Uh, you you didn't a, watch this, did you? A, a passing grade. development, like, how did this character yeah. change from one... It's like, you read the book, didn't you? How Would dare you? Would you have crashed the submarine into the moon like uh, Ja Rule, or whatever the hell is it, Ludacris did? <laughs> Ja Rule wasn't the first one. He wasn't the first and one. And the third one, it has the, the one from Home Improvement, Zachary Ty Bryant, right? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in, he's in for the first five minutes. Brad. <laughs> yeah. Brad, yes. Okay, uh, someone else that I kind of feel that way about, and I know he's like probably like a comedic legend, but like Mike Myers. Like, he did so much. I think he just got, he got tired of it. And yeah, I think he pulled himself out. Yeah, and now anything. he tries to do things, and then like no one... Because he was in the Amsterdam movie, wasn't he? He was also in Inglorious Bastards, I think. Like, just a small, small role. And he just released that show on Netflix a couple months ago where he's like... He's basically pulling off some powers and yeah. playing every playing all the different roles, but I don't remember and what it's called. Like that's out but it's, now. it's like a cult thing, and I don't even remember what the story is because nobody watched it. There it are just like some people that are very much a sign of the times, like him, and I would probably say like Eddie Murphy are very much like '90s, 
like playing all the parts, like doing all like the the fat suits and all that, which I don't think like flies nowadays. You say Mike Myers, I tell you, Dana, Dana Carvey was a big one. Yeah, yeah. Because people like when he left Center Out Live, like this is going to be. He had his own show. There's a yeah. uh, uh, there's a documentary on Hulu called Too Funny to Fail about the Dana Carvey show because it had Louis C.K. writing. Uh, uh, Steve Carell was in it. Um, Stephen Colbert was in it. They all wrote for it. like it was like this. This show is going to be so good. It's too funny to fail, and it was. It flopped big time. It's just a sketch comedy for Dana Carvey. All those other people did make it. Yeah. Are you surprised because John's not a Seinfeld fan? But are you surprised that the biggest person to come from that show is probably Julia Dreyfus? I mean, she's in the Marvel no, universe now. But I remember it takes a couple more because I remember Family Guy even made a remark about her because she was doing the New Adventures of Old Christine and it's just everything she did bombed until she did Veep. Veep. Yep. Well, but she, you know, on that New Adventures of Old Christine, it was one of those. I never got into it, but that's when she started winning Emmys again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, like she's still really funny. Then she did Veep, and you know, she's in the Marvel Universe now. Since you don't really watch the Marvel Universe, what is she in the Marvel Universe? She's basically like. Um, she's basically creating like. Uh, I don't call it a Suicide Squad style uh, group of heroes, but it's like um, I don't even know how to I don't, I don't even know how to describe like it. A but band it, of like misfits. It, 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 it's, it's its own. <laughs> yeah, not oh, quite Ruben. mystery man, but it's like its own a group of Avengers, basically. But it's different characters that are David newer Harbour's to the franchise now. Okay, well, yeah, I, David Harbour's one of them. Um, but anyway, all right, so we haven't even gotten to the topics. We've been going for 20 minutes about what we're actually going to talk about. But I'll go back to Avatar because Avatar, I think, is a good place to start this. So we, Laura and I had this, this discussion about who are movie stars and who are just actors that are identified as basically the character they play. So, like, I think the example I would give is Daniel Radcliffe. Is Daniel Radcliffe a movie star? I don't think he's a movie star, yeah. but he plays one of the most iconic characters of all time in Harry Potter. And so when you see Daniel Radcliffe, you imagine him with his dorky glasses on and a, li- and a lightning bolt, you know, scarred into his yes. head. Um, Weird Al Yankovic is what I think. <laughs> well, uh, and as much as he tries to push that now, yeah. when he goes on and just looks normal and doesn't yeah. have the long, crazy Weird Al hair, he's still just Harry Potter to me. Right. And so, you know, when you think of a movie star, you think of the A-list people, you think of Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt, and you can name a thousand things he's done. Leonardo DiCaprio, you can think of a thousand things he's done. But as we start talking about Avatar, knowing that was one of the topics we we're going to talk about until we ran in for 20 minutes, there's three people from the new Avatar movie that I'm curious what you think about these people. And the first one is somebody who's in the first movie and they're actually playing a kid in this movie, which is weird, but it's all CG. You're just doing the voice of it basically and some motion capture, but that is Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver was in it in the first one as herself and also played an avatar. Holding with avatars, you're like a person playing a, a, a character. I don't want to explain it for you, but um, she's playing a child in this one. She's playing the child of Zoe Zaldana and Sam Worthington's characters. Um, but like, that's somebody. I think she's a movie star. Like when yeah, I, because she's. I mean, you got Ripley from Aliens, but you also got her from Ghostbusters. Uh, she was big in the nineties too. Like she, that was. Yeah. She's. She's a good one. I, I'm going to combine topics, too, because we had these two Galaxy topics. Galaxy Quest, was she in that? She, she was, was in Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, yeah. She had blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. So, because the other thing, the other topic we're going to talk about, just since we're kind of, we've already talked for 20 minutes, um, another topic we're going to say is like, okay, when I name an actor, when one of us names an actor, what's the role you think of for them? So, Daniel Radcliffe, boom, Harry Potter, there's no discussion there. But for Sigourney Weaver, what is that one role you think I of think when Ripley. you think her? Ripley. See, I, I, that was before my time, and I'm not a horror movie person. So then 
take that out. Take that out. But take that out. What's the next thing you think of? For me, it is Avatar. For me, it was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Ghost, Ghostbusters is up Honestly, there. Honestly, it might be Heartbreakers. Remember that movie? Yes, with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. You're so, getting so tedious all the time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Alien, I think, is the thing most people would say for her. But I, I would probably lean Avatar once again just because the movie was so absolutely enormous. And but you don't, I guess she's the biggest name in that movie. She's the biggest name, but she's not. you don't visually see her. She's CGI. Like, does that no, count? You, you visually see her in, in the first one. The, okay. the first one, she's actually playing herself okay. or playing like a character as herself. But uh, this time, I think she's all CG. Okay, another one from the second one. She was not in the first one. Is We just talked about Kate Winslet. See, I, she's a movie star. Like, I mean, she is someone that breathes and get nomin- and gets nominated for an Oscar. And I love her. Like, I she's think with she's the longest amazing. time though. I just thought Titanic every time I thought Kate Titanic, was. but the uh, Mayor of East Town, and then uh, was it Revolutionary Road with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. That See, was. I, I also pictured them as a package deal. Like yeah. when I think of Leo, I think of Kate Winslet because not only are they friends in real life, but they've done several movies together. And I think like Jack and Rose were such a. I mean, we're all like pretty much like '90s kids, and like Titanic was so big in the '90s. Like that's it was a double VHS. Like that's all <laughs> yeah. you like saw was Leo and Kate Winslet. Like they were the biggest thing at that time. You know who almost got that role? Who? Claire Danes. Oh, and, I think and she, she was big at that time too. She wanted to turn it down. I think she turned it down mainly because she was just in Romeo and Juliet with Leo. And okay, you probably will know this. I know you won't. What? Um, did you ever watch that show that she was on MTV? My so-called life? Yeah. No, my sister loved it. <laughs> okay, do you know who, this, who was the big person that was on that show? Uh, Jared Leto. Yes. Jordan Catalano. Yeah. I remember his name. Never seen an episode. So you did watch it. Okay. No, I, I, I think Nancy and I tried because it came on Hulu. And I was like, my sister used to watch this. And she got Jared Leto in it. We tried to watch. We made it maybe 10 minutes of the it's first episode. It's a sign of the times, dude. And I was yeah. like, I can't do this. This is a different question. But is Jared Leto a movie star or a rock star to you? I think he can do both. Um, what's number What's number one in your mind, though? I always knew him as a actor first, but he's in a hugely popular band. Uh, he's got a great documentary about that band. I can't remember what the name of the documentary is. Uh, it's really good about working for a record company and basically starting your band in debt. Uh, See, I knew the band before I knew him. Not ever putting two and two together until years later when it's like you know- I saw him on Fallon one time, and I'm like. Oh, he's the lead singer yeah, of that yeah. band. And you know who he used to date for a really long time, which is how I kind of was first introduced to him after my so-called life? Cameron Diaz. Wow. So that's how I remember him as like being like on the red carpet with her. Okay. Last one from Avatar. Zoe Zaldana. Crossroads. Britney Spears movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody thinks of that first when they think <laughs> no, of her. They either think, right? think of more or Avatar. but I get her confused all the time with Sandy Newton. Oh, they do. I, I get because I think I, I think I you that. say Zoe Saldana, I think Westworld, and I'm like, that's not her. It's <laughs> not her. I think Crossroads, which was also written by um, uh, the woman who does Grey's Anatomy. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, was Uhura in the new Star Trek uh, movies too oh, with Chris yeah. Pine? Yeah. So I know when you think Uhura, you think go back to uh, you know the Shatner times, yeah. but um, you know she's one of those. It, so that's the role you think of, but is she a movie star? Or is she somebody who's been in the two biggest movies well, of all time with Endgame and Avatar? Herself, and like, she did Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that? She yeah. said that she feels finally free now because she said that she's kind of done with all the franchises. She's like, I felt like stifled by it. Like, I couldn't create. But is she a star you, that can make it now you know that she's done with that? that? Jennifer Lawrence. And you know who came back to uh, those things? Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like she will, too. I don't know that she can have this huge 
career. I mean, yes, she's done those things, but she is straight up known for being Gamora and being the main person in Avatar. I mean, so I mean, all those people. I mean, honestly, out of all the people in Guardians, I think Batista might have the better career out of all those people. I love but Batista. I didn't really like care about him as a wrestler, but as an actor. Did you ever watch the M Night Shyamalan trailer? Which one? Knock at the door. No. Okay. The, they have a new poster out too. Let me say this: I would watch an entire five-hour-long movie with Batista's character from Blade Runner 2049, which we'll get into people from that movie too. But Batista's, he's only in the first five minutes and he gets killed. And Word. it's the first five, when it's the first five minutes of a movie, I feel, I feel like it's not right? a spoiler. He's in, he gets killed in Dune too. Spoiler. But um, they did like some shorts leading up to um Blade Runner with like different characters and they did a short strictly on his character and it was phenomenal and then he's in the first five minutes and it's just him and Ryan Gosling putting on like an actor masterclass to me and then he dies because Ryan Gosling's the main character so when they fight you know who's gonna win that fight but like he's somebody who I think could be an incredible actor he's got the bill like The Rock and John Cena like you can only do so much when you're like jacked like that he doesn't have the pretty face he doesn't but he's so much so much better of an actor than they and are, though, that, that he can get past more that. Because yeah. now he's not going to be playing, like, the hunky person. Like, he can play, like, a more normal... He'll play, like, the uh, bad guy. Yeah. He'll get the bad guy look. He does. And I never saw Army of the Dead, but I feel like people loved Army of the Dead, and he was the, one of the main guys in that, too. But I feel like Batista, and we'll see what the M. Night Shyamalan movie is like. He looks like he'll be good in that, too. But, um, of course, that's another one, too. We talk about just only being identified as his character as Ron. Weasley from Harry Potter is in, is in that so too. too. I can't even remember his name half the time. He was in um, that creepy show that Luganville suggested, The Servant on uh, that was, Apple. That's an M. Night Shyamalan show too. Yeah, it is. Oh, my, like he, and he plays an alcoholic brother or something like yeah. that. We watched the first season, which is super creepy, but Luganville's like, it's one of the best shows out there. I was like, you don't know about that? <laughs> creepy ass story with the baby doll. <laughs> okay, two that I think, uh, we'll go to Blade Runner. Two people that I think, um, I'll do three people actually. Um, Ryan Gosling is a movie star. I think we would all agree yeah. that Ryan Gosling is a movie star, not just known for a, a, a role, but this is one Laurel and I debated. Yes. Is when you think about Ryan Gosling, what is the first role that comes? What is the role, his role? Drive. Is it Driver or See, Drive? See, I told you people would say Drive. I, okay, okay. I do. And, drive, and you need to watch I've never drive. seen Drive. For me, it's, it's Blade, for me, it's Blade Runner okay, or La La Land. Okay, people like me, which is a female in her mid-30s, is going to say... The Notebook. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, what's the, what's the damn one with Steve Carell? Uh, oh, that one's good too. But like the Notebook. <laughs> oh yeah, what is the name of that movie? Um, uh, stupid crazy love. Crazy stupid. Crazy love. stupid, stupid love. love. Yeah. No, but see, for people like me, like that was like peak Ryan Gosling. Seeing him, I mean, I was probably when that movie came out like fifteen. So like I was obsessed with that movie, and which Rachel McAdams. I tell this to John all the time. I am shocked that she did that in Mean Girls in the same year because she looks so completely different yeah. in both the movies. Like she's playing like this thirty-year-old woman in the Notebook, and then she's playing like this high school girl <laughs> in like Mean Girls and Wedding Crashers, which you need to watch. Yeah. Uh, which is the but main that, girl in that. That was like peak Ryan Gosling for me because we were all so obsessed like at that age, like with that movie okay. with him. If you want to play that game, the Bradley Cooper Hangover. Isn't that crazy? Like he's considered like one of the great actors right now. Do you think of the Hangover? No, I loved Star Wars Born. It was my favorite movie of that year, and I think he was really good in that. See, I he think... He was really good in the uh, movie that came out that was just all dialogue, the brown... Uh, the, the freak show. Um, Elephant Man? No, not Elephant no. Man. The one that... Um, he, the, he did Elephant Man on Broadway. That's one of the things that. I, I, I um, hate that I miss. Um, we watched it. Yeah, what... what Nightmare oh Alley. God, Nightmare Alley. See, with him, and I don't, li- I don't particularly care for him, because I watched all those movies where he was, like, a, the bad guy, and it, like, 
Um, he's just not that into Wedding you. Crashers. Also in Wedding Crashers. Wedding <laughs> Crashers. Um, yes, man. Like all those movies where he was like essentially the villain. And I think of him cheating on Jennifer Connelly so he can get with Scarlett Johansson. And he's just not that into you because that's such a big plot of that movie. <laughs> and I hated him so much because poor Jennifer Connelly. That means villain. he's a good actor. It means he played yeah. it well if you hate him. And I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's, I feel like this hangover is the easy answer for Bradley Cooper. That's crazy. That could I mean, it, it Would is. Would you not think A Star is Born? No. Yeah, I might think that for him. No, I mean, if you're saying like Lady Gaga is an actress, then that's her movie, but that's only because she hadn't done a lot yet. She's going to be a Joker. She's going to be a Joker. It's going to be a musical, right? Yeah. yeah uh, and look, that may take it over because everybody loved the first one, but um, no, I got to go hang up for him because there's three of those. It was such a cultural hit. It's the easy answer for Zach Galifianakis too. Um, I don't I don't know if it is for Ed Helms. If you're going to count TV shows, I guess you have to throw The Office in there, but for movie, I guess it would be for Ed Helms too. So He did Vacation. I'm trying to think of ones that starring roles with no, Ed Helms. I would Helms. say Licorice Pizza for Bradley Cooper. Yeah, she's obsessed with Licorice Pizza. I did like it. Um, okay, back to Blade Runner 2049. So I did Ryan Gosling, but what about Harrison Ford since we just talked about Indiana oh, Jones trailer coming out? He's, he's, he's in two of the biggest franchises of all time. And you know, no, he's a star, but what movie do you think of with Harrison Ford? I think Ford? Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones too. See, I think Star Wars. What lies beneath? Oh, I, you know I love Air that Force movie. One. Yeah. Can you picture me the liking fugitive? that movie? That was no, good. That was I love good. That movie. That's one of my factoids yeah. is that when they uh, filmed Castaway, because Robert Zemeckis did it, and when they waited for Tom Hanks to lose all that weight, they uh, the whole film crew filmed What Lies Beneath. That's what they Michelle did. Michelle Pfeiffer. The she's she's, she's yeah. a movie star to me too. Like she's oh, someone. Yeah. Okay. Do you think she is the best Catwoman? Like when you think of because there's been so many now. See, when I think Catwoman, I think Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Because she has the best outfit, yeah. the best like whip skills. It was tight. She was it very was tight. I only think Halle Berry because of how bad that movie was and how people she just destroyed it. it. She got a Razzie for it. It got so destroyed that it, it gets embedded in your mind that she was Catwoman, though. I totally I, not, that. not that she's good, but just when you think Catwoman, you think that awful Halle Berry movie that was done. Although we, I said from Blade Runner Harrison Ford, and nobody said Blade Runner. Everybody said every other movie that he's done, even though Blade Runner was like one of the things that helped put him on the map, right? Because it came out about the same time that all the Star Wars movies were coming out. Yeah. And how lucky is it that, and think about, and there are several people who have done this that get to be like not in only one big thing, but like two big things. Like, oh, like Harrison Samuel L. Ford Jackson. Has two things. Well, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, one. Star Wars and Marvel. I mean, and that's And there are people insane. that do TV sh- two TV shows that like you have like one like big, like Kelsey Grammer had like Cheers, but then he had like Frasier, so he had like two big, I mean, it's the same character, but it's like two big things. Mm-hmm. And as much as we talk about Zoe Zaldana being a part of like Avatar and Marvel, which are the two biggest things like money-wise out there, Harrison Ford, who's now in Marvel, by the way, was just uh, hired to take, uh, was it William Hurt's place as Thunderbolt Ross? Um, he's in Star Wars, which is one of the biggest ones. He's in Indiana Jones, which is still going because they just released the trailer for that. But I'm curious, this is a whole conversation for another day. We talked about the Mount Rushmore one day of actors. Does somebody like Harrison Ford even come close to making that? I don't think he does. Oh, I don't see him as a great actor. No, he's a very he's uh, a movie I see, star. I see him as a box office star. Yeah, big like box Tom Cruise star. is a box office. Just anything he touches is basically gold. That doesn't make him one of the best actors of all time. And there's a difference. Would you rather be known as box office gold or a okay? Or see, a, this is what I ask John actor. all the time too. Would you rather be like people like Will Ferrell, who probably will never win an Oscar, but you get like your movies make millions every time they come out? Or would you rather be like, um, who's the guy from like Dances with Wolves? And Kevin Costner? Not Kevin Costner. No, um, Last of the Mohicans. Um, the Daniel Day-Lewis. Or would you really be like Daniel Day-Lewis, who your money's don't make, your movies don't make any money, and like, no one goes to see him? But you're respected by everybody. Yeah. 20 years from now, Daniel Day-Lewis will be forgotten, I yep. think. 
Well, also, you got people like Adam Sandler who actually got nominated for a damn thing with Uncut Gems. I never saw it, but like, did you ever think he'd be nominated for an Oscar? He's good. It depended what he wanted to do. When he got to ser- he can be a good serious actor when he finally did it. The fact that he was in that conversation then okay, I understand him being in that conversation. I think I- Jim Carrey is a good actor. I think he's like reached the point where he's never going to get nominated for anything, but I think he is. Was a- he nominated for uh, Men on the Moon? I think he's that was never a been nominated. Blow. That was like his thing. He was that's why he kind of quit doing the serious movies cuz he's like, "Oh, well they're not going to take me seriously anyway, so I'm not going to continue to well, do he it." Well, he had some really bad roles like The Number 23 was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> movie is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had never been nominated for an Oscar. Like for me, the one person who when people ask me to do my top 10 actors or whatever, who I always include in that and he was nominated for an Oscar one time, is John C. Riley, because He's awesome. He's, yeah. got, he's, he's got range. He has, I think he has some of the best range of any actor on the planet. Funny, serious, everything, because he was nominated for Chicago, which is not a typical John C. Riley thing you see, but he can be in action, he can be a, a comedic person. When you mentioned Will Ferrell, that's in Adam Sandler, you know, I kind of put him in the same category. Um, we've thrown out a million different names. When I go to IMDb and look up best actor, number, who do you think number one is? Tom Hanks? No. Of all time? Of all time. You can probably see it on my computer. No, I can't. Uh, it's, uh, it's Jack Nicholson. is who they have as number uh, one. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's a movie star, but what's the one movie you think of for Jack Nicholson? Shining. Shining. <laughs> and then Witches of Eastwick. For, for me, it's probably The Departed. Mars Attacks. Yeah. He was president, wasn't he? He was two parts. He owned the casino, Yeah, yeah he played two different roles. Um... As good as it gets, I think a lot of people, depending I, on yeah. what kind of movie goer you are, would say that. For me, it's The Departed because I'm not a horror person. I mean, I've seen The Shining, but I don't care about even it. Mentioning a few good men, that was incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the second lead, but that was an amazing. Um, role. One Floor of a Cuckoo's Nest. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of different things out there you can say for him, but um, I was just curious if I, I figured both of y'all would go straight to The Shining, but um, for me, as it's, good as it gets, is probably a second for me though. For me, it's got to be The Departed. Okay, uh, Robert De Niro. Is number three on their list. What would you go for? Honestly, it's probably going to meet the parents for me because I don't watch like any of those other movies that he does. I'd say The Godfather just because of or Godfather Part Two, I guess, because because of how you know well known it is. Something like Raging Bull, Deer Hunter, old movies. But I I, I know everyone loves Taxi Driver. I did not like Taxi Driver. It just dragged and dragged. Like it's just there's like it's also we, we recently saw The Graduate. I never saw it before. And movies back then, how they just they have so many just drag. There's just long okay, scenes. We can do this. We're going to do a whole show on this one day, too. But what is there a scene in a movie? I'll tell you mine. But a scene in a movie that's popular, but like you hate watching it. Like you can fast forward it. Like you can love the movie, but like you can fast forward this one part every single time because it's so slow paced. <laughs> For me, this is this is bizarre and it's very recent, but. I watch Avengers Endgame all the time and fast forward through when they go back in time and get the stones. I watch the beginning when they kill Thanos and I watch the end when they kill Thanos. It's like an hour in the middle that was great the first time you watch it. I never want to watch it again. For me, it's in Christmas Vacation, that scene where he gets locked up in the (laughs) the attic. attic, I'm listening to Ray Charles. And he's like (laughs) sitting there, but it goes so slow. And like, I don't know. Christmas is the time. The problem is it does lead to a really good part of the movie when they pull the door door down and then he finally falls. He has to hit the uh, thing to get, Ellen, (laughs) drive off. He hits it, goes up and down, up and down. Trying to hit Speaking the of Christmas movies, I also don't like it in the Grinch when like they make him like we had to go back and relive his childhood. Like, why is that part of it? Who knows? Make money. Got to yeah. make a two-hour movie out of is it. Is there one for you? Do you think of anything? No, because you threw that on me. Um, 
I, I don't have one. I, I can't think Just of one. Just think of on it. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you. Yeah. Um, we've, we've been all over the place, by the way. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> we've knocked out like 16 podcasts I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go down a list here of a few more before we uh, wrap up. Tom Hanks, definitely a movie star, but I feel like this one has a tough one to choose what his number one movie is. See, I said Woody. <laughs> I said Toy Story. Story. I, I'd say Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump is probably up there, too. Uh, Forrest Gump, I, hmm. You've got mail. But I also like, think of stuff like the 80s stuff. I think of the Money Pit and Splash. Like Money Pit is so good. That's one of my favorite movies. And he Big. was in all those yeah. those like romantic comedy movies yeah. with Meg Ryan, like uh, Sleepless, Sleepless in Seattle. Seattle. You got mail. Uh, Joe vs. Volcano. <laughs> That's a bad one. Uh, you got, I loved him in uh, The Burbs. The Philadelphia. Burbs is an awesome movie with Corey Feldman and uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Nobody said Saving Private Ryan yet, which is well, because I don't really one of the best movies of all I time. Cons- I consider him, that's an ensemble cast. I don't consider it a Tom Hanks movie. Um... Yeah. Castaway. That's probably Castaway. that's probably one of his biggest ones too. That was such yeah. a great film to do that by yourself. That's one of those movies I watched it once. I loved it. It was great, but I don't ever really care to watch it again. That was my way to um, the uh, Mars movie with um, Matt Damon. Oh, um, The Martian. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it at the theater, loved it. I was like, but I'm, I would be fine never seeing that again. Yeah. Um, number eight on their list: Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Sansa Williams. No. I don't think of that. I think of, sadly, I think of Westworld right now, immediately. Um, this, there's a, I've done it on the podcast on the Mystery Fifth Hour, Instinct, with him and Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad movie, but it, one of the ones that, last movies that visually made me cry uh, when he's living with the gorillas. Uh, but I think of that, like, and I hated him in the movie with, uh, with The Edge with um, Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, with the bears in there because everything his name's character's name is Charles, and Alec Alec Baldwin nonstop in the film calls him Charles, Charles. Everything is Charles. So I, I had, think I had the, checked out the movie that we watched, The Father, the one that he won the Oscar for two years ago. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen the it. The Father, it's so his good. acting job in The Father. He plays an old man with dementia. It is the single best acting job of anybody in any movie ever. Okay, and then I want to watch it's that. It's scary, not like in a like hard, but like it is scary when you have to because we've both had have had people that have had dementia and it is so like my accurate. grandfather had it and it is so it's very scary scarily accurate because the whole thing's basically told from his point of view and it's basically oh, no. so it jumps told, around and stuff and, and then it's told in a way where like he's living in this flat and so there's people coming in but like it's always different people like it's his daughter but it's portrayed by a different actress and then like oh, wow. it's her husband and then it's like her boyfriend but like he can't keep yeah at first he like forgets like his son-in-law and then it's like okay maybe that's the first thing that goes but then he starts forgetting his daughter's face it's terrible yeah. he starts forgetting where rooms are in his now apartment I really, now i really want to watch it it's incredible it's really good and he won of course won an oscar for it um that was two, two that's that past Oscars, but the Oscars before uh, was incredible. All right, one more, and we'll we'll wrap this part of it up. Denzel Washington, Man on Fire, Remember the Titans. See, for me, I love Man on Fire. It's one of my top ten movies of all time. But I say Remember the Titans, just because that's a movie I watched so stinking much growing up, playing high school football, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's like a top five actor for me. I love Denzel Washington. He's done so many good things too, like uh, like random stuff like Ricochet with John Lithgow, uh, Pelican Brief. Pelican Brief, Darby, Darby Shaw, Julia, Sty- uh, Julia Stiles, Julia Roberts, and you got... Um, What's the one where he played the soldier that he won the... His Glory. First, yeah. He won Best Supporting. That was an amazing... It's one of my favorite Also movies. in Philadelphia, too, speaking yeah. of Tom Hanks. And uh, what, what did he win for? It was... Um, Glory. Training Day. No, he, Training Day. Training Day. And then uh, American Gangster, really good, too. American Gangster you is really that one? good. I've seen that one. I did, never saw The Hurricane. I never saw... Um, Isn't Johnny Depp in... Is he in... 
No, you're no, thinking public. Am I thinking public enemy? Is that what it is? You think Donnie Brasco or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. I never saw Fences. It was intense. He directed it, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. it was intense. He, he acted on it on Broadway because he won the Tony for yeah. it, I think. Um, but anyway, just those are those are actors off their top ten list off IMDb. But they're all movie stars. But it's interesting to see what movie we come up with when we name those uh, actors. So anyway, we've been going for about forty minutes now. So uh, <laughs> it's a fun time. Uh, we went all over the place. That's the thing when we start t- talking pop culture. I mean, I keep looking at the camera like we're on camera right now. It's okay. Um, that's the that's the thing that when we start talking Where pop are the culture. Cameras exactly. <laughs> you idiot! Big, squirrels don't go along with birds. <laughs> those big cameras in front of us. We may do this on video if this doesn't sound like forty minutes of rambling nonsense. I guess when we go back and listen to it. But um, yeah, that has been pop culture and we'll actually watch some movies and TV shows and review those. And what's everybody watching right now? What are you watching right now? Uh, we are watching 1899. I say that we've watched we need, two We episodes. need to start that. We just uh, finished Wednesday. I am obs- I was obsessed with Wednesday. White Lotus, the chokehold the show has White on Lotus me. is really good. Yeah, White Lotus. I've, I've I, seen, I keep telling him to watch it. Well, I've seen the first two episodes of the first season. I liked it. We just didn't we just Oh, this didn't new season watching. I think is even better than the first season. And I've met Jennifer Coolidge, and she is just like that in person. Really? Like she is super doesn't, weird. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, she is super. Is she weird. nice though? Yeah, she's she hit on. We had an intern named Jack who was a. You remember Jack the intern? Yes, from uh, Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer loved him because <laughs> Richard Dixon came in to interview her, and she was in. The, they were using our studios, and me and Jack were helping out, and like she was just like, "Who is that behind? You are very attractive. Like just like it's just really creepy. I don't know if she was playing her part or something like that, but it was like it was totally Stifler's mom." um yeah white lotus is good we're finishing that up two episodes left i believe we just finished wednesday that's fine i loved Wednesday. i saw that it broke like broke stranger things records i think they just make all that up as they go just to promote their shows yeah i can't believe that when you're gonna tell me wednesday broke stranger things is netflix and i think that wednesday did that yeah i don't know about that but maybe there's just more people have netflix now that have access to it but uh yeah we'll review tv shows we'll review movies we'll just talk random nonsense about all kind of actors and actresses like we did uh, today and come up with a few different topics but this has been uh, pop culture right here on the next round and double down media podcast network i never know whether they call the next round podcast network or the double down media podcast network or as dunaway says we own it you can say whatever you want that's right we own the company so we can go to california if we want to for <laughs> laurel lunsford for rockstar i'm john lunsford thank you